You're listening to WO Voices, a podcast series from Women in Optometry magazine. I'm Marjolyn Bailefeld, editor of Women in Optometry. We're delighted you can join us. Welcome. We're here today with Dr. Maria Sampalis. Dr. Sampalis owns Sampalis Eye Care in Cranston, Rhode Island, and she's the founder of Corporate Optometry. Thanks so much for being here, Dr. Sampalis. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be on this podcast. We're going to talk today a little bit about getting out of the exam lane, because obviously you've spent your career in the exam lane in in different practice uh, settings and different practice locations, and that's an interesting story too. But what you've become known for more nationally is, is this presence that you've created for the corporate ODs. How has that journey evolved for you as you come out of the exam lane and onto this more national stage? I can't believe it looked back almost 10 years and how much it's really involved. I mean, I was in, in an office and uh, I didn't have a lot of information and didn't like the image in the industry and didn't feel like I was confined by the walls that I was surrounded by or, and not, you know, my narrative, my story wasn't going to be with someone else telling about it. You know, saying that, you know, the corporate OD is is not the same as the private practitioner. And I think it's really, we all have the same education. And that's how it all started from there. Over time, it's it's really evolved from social media channel to, you know, a job website, to a practice management website, to a blogger, a podcast host, uh, you know, trying to put a business together, making it CE vendor relations for the doctors and just advocating for those doctors and giving them a voice. Um, I'm very proud of that. And that's what it's really, really started it and, and just trying to make a change and trying to, you know, make it better for someone else. You know, I, I, I saw something in the past and it said, be the person you wish that you had. So people ask me like, will you help? And you, well, I wish I had that person when I started, you know, and, and, and it's genuine. It's not because you don't want anything. It's, it's to move forward. I think we're better as a profession. If we help each other, I think we have a lot of things against us, unfortunately, in our industry. It's evolving profession. It's a legislative profession. So why not work together to help each other and, and bring our industry forward? Um, so that's, that's what I hope that people get from the Facebook group and from the the social media channel. And there wasn't any information out there on corporate optometry with business and anything else subleases. So over the years, just trying to put pieces to the puzzle together from doctors telling me doing surveys. Um, So I'm very proud of, of all that information that's there and being a resource for doctors. Did you see yourself becoming sort of this voice for the underrepresented, which, which I think certainly corporate optometry was when you, when you launched yeah, I mean, I'll I, I be honest, like you never really know where it's going to be. And I, I, I'm, I look back and I'm like, wow, how big has this become? It's been it's been great. Unfortunately, at first, there were a lot of setbacks, a lot of um, think blocks and things like that. Um, so it was kind of tough and got some negativity. So there were days where you just, you know, don't want to do anything, you know, and then just kind of get back up and, 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 you know, you have your vision and you got to trust yourself on what what your mission is and what you want. Um, so over time, it's been great to be able to, you know, have this, you know, underrepresented doctors in the industry and give them a voice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
over time, it's just been good work ethic, you know, agility and be able to just continue to innovate and, and kind of just get back up when nobody's really rooting for you in a sense and, and just kind of creating your own path and just following and trusting in yourself. Sometimes it's tough to do that. The conversation often puts the corporate OD in a box, right? You're a corporate OD, you're an independent practice OD, and they're two separate ponds, you know, and, and they're not, right? I mean, people move back and forth between them. They spend some time here, some time there, sometimes at the same time. And, and you've experienced that yourself. How much is the definition of corporate optometry changing? Are people seeing it more broadly? I think so now. I think there's there's been a change over the industry. I think I had one doctor tell me one time at Expo, and it was, it was great. It was like really uplifted me and said, hey, your group brought us up and said, we don't have to be you know, shy about saying, hey, I work over. People say, I'm proud to work at Warby Park. I'm proud to work at Luxottica, National Vision. I'm proud of that, and I don't have to hide that before where it was. I'm a practice owner, and, and I'm in private practice. And, you know, that's I think changed over the years and now with private equity really expanding, I think it's, it's, it's been looked differently upon. Obviously the group is more about the corporate OD. If, if, in a, if, in a, you know, and a company is doing something that's against optometry, we, you know, the group is not, you know, promoting those companies or things like that. And these companies I think have changed over mm-hmm. the years on, on that. And just, I think it's given them the doctors a voice to give, you know, feedback and to say, hey, you need us in your exam lanes to keep this rolling. We want to be here, but you got to make it right for us. The kinds of questions that people ask, they've, they've found this niche where they're comfortable asking, you know, does, does this seem fair in a contract? Does, you know, is, is anyone else struggling with this? And, and that's just um, an information exchange that's, that might otherwise be, be hard to, to get at. That's correct. So before nobody had this information, nobody knew. So it was kind of state by state, doctor by doctor dependent to see what, you know, some, some corporations or regional managers can get away with and, and doctors will reach out to me. So I get the latest information. I kind of like that, (laughs) you know, stay on top of that trend. And it's an honor for have these doctors trust me and, and ask for information for me and ask me what I think. I tell doctors and I give my honest opinion and it's been an honor to kind of give my perspective and try to shape what I think it is within corporate optometry. So that's been amazing. We just had a, a post, a pleasant post recently in the group over the weekend and just a doctor saying how much they really enjoy it, how much they really like working in a sublease. And they're just, you know, they're able to have their own business and without the bigger headaches. And, you know, I did private message that doctor because the doctor did post anonymously. Unfortunately, in, in, in the community, not us community, but other communities, you know, there's been some negativity towards that and, and they just don't want to deal with that. And, and, and I'm glad that they, this created a safe environment for doctors to, to want to, but over the years too, had to create and innovate different ideas to have this safe environment for doctors. So as being with the admin of the group, sometimes you kind of take some of that responsibility and put some of that harshness on your shoulders and so had to post over the years uh for doctors and kind of take that harshness let's say and uh, people wanted to know who who wanted to post this information and you know you kind of keep an honest because trust is important authenticity is important so over the years you know doctors have trusted me to post information ask for information keep it confidential 
And, um, but also with Facebook evolving too, they had that option for group post, which was a great option uh, for Mm -hmm. the members of the group. And from my aspect, you know, it's flattering when you see others kind of imitate what you do. So Dr. Sampolis, you're the mom of, of two girls. Do, do they understand what you've sort of accomplished with your career? Um, so they're still little, they're kind of involved in, in day-to-day things. I still read some blogs out loud, just practice reading, be involved, um, you know, podcasts and, and things like that. They, they know how, how hard I work and, and what, you know, it's about to make change and, 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 and for a bigger purpose, but they know in general that, you know, this is all for them. You know, you don't work for this for your kind of yourself, right? You can work as a optometrist. You can work three days a week and be financially sound. And, uh, you know, all this really is, is, is for them. If, if, if this is something that they want, but I think it's when I did podcasts with other amazing women in optometry, just trying to get some advice from them who've been leaders in the industry over the years. You know, you lead by example. What they see is what they become. Also, I've had support. Like I, I have a lot of support from my husband. I, if there's things that I can't do certain weeks, I, you know, takes on that role. And But he's a parent too. And I, I think as moms, you know, we always try to do more. And sometimes, you know, just taking that step back and just letting your partner do a little more. And it's okay if tonight is chicken fingers and french fries, you know, if that's what your husband wants to do, that's okay. What advice do you have for people who want to step out of the exam lane themselves a little bit, uh, get get a little bit more into uh, the, the public eye, even if that's within their, within their own communities? Um, sure. So I tell doctors all the time that I talk, I say, what do you want? What, what do you want? How can I help you, right? How can I help you? Uh, if you want to be a speaker in the industry, I can give you a platform, right? We could set a webinar up. That's easy, right? Um, you want exposure, we can get that. I've done that. Do you want me to introduce you to the right person? I've introduced doctors to you, right? And you've written stories about them. Then that's great. Give them expo- Give them some confidence. So sometimes it's just that push because then they could just really fly with that. I'm happy to to help anyone get started or, or push people forward because, again, I wish I had that. But also I know how important it is to have someone open that door for you. Sometimes you just see the rock star that these, that these doctors are. And again, it's, it makes our profession better. And I always tell people with, if you do that, make sure you lift other people up with you, right? Cause the more people you lift up, you just get higher and just have confidence in yourself and, and, and know that there will be failures and you have to take a step back, see how you failed, kind of get back up again and continue to, to, to put the work ethic in. I think the work ethic is very important. You have to kind of do a lot more than others are doing. If you, if the other person is two, three miles ahead of you, you have to do a lot more work to get there, right? Mm-hmm. What is your purpose? What do you want to do? When I first started, I was uncomfortable in writing, putting these ideas out there. It's like, well, this is a new idea that nobody's talking about. WO will always, you know, post things that I think are important and edit it <laughs> to make it a little more professional sometimes. And, but that's who I am straightforward. It's so just be who you are and, right. and, and have confidence in yourself, continue to continue to learn, read books, 
and just network and talk to doctors. There's a lot of doctors out there that want to work together and help. And Can you say no? I've said no, yeah. I've learned to start saying the power of no uh, recently. <laughs> the power is of no is good. So I'm the type of person that I'm a giver, right? So what you find is there are, unfortunately, people that are just takers. So you can give, and then if you find that it's it's that kind of relationship, it's just a give and take, then sometimes you need to say no. And the power of no just for your own, you know, mental health, stress levels, things like that. Because you want to talk to people that get you give you energy. So I talk to a lot of people, and if I get that positive energy, then obviously it's just it's it's not like you're working, not like you do. You get all this, you know, um, positivity. It just helps you you know, want to do more. Right. Right. And there are some great doctors out there that, that give you that positive energy, like Dr. Loretta, Justin, like you talk to her and you get positive energy. Like, so it's, it's that too. Right. So she's, but you gain more for, you elevate each other. And, and um, sometimes the power of no, if you find that certain people are draining you and sometimes it's kind of that they put you in that um, hamster wheel and you're doing more work and not really getting anywhere, you kind of have to take a step back and, and say no. And sometimes just that is, is important. If you don't learn how to say no, uh, it's, it's hard to, to maintain the pace. <laughs> oh, correct. Yeah. I've been going, uh, yeah, I've been going 70 miles an hour on the high speed lane for uh, 10 years or so, but I, I like what I do. And mm-hmm. even in the house as well, learning to say no sometimes, um, yeah. You know, your, your kids, my kids are older now, so it's a little different. And I'm like, so you, they need to take their own responsibilities for certain things in the household. And But saying no sometimes just for yourself. Say, I need a break this week. I need a break today. I'm not going to do this. I need you to step up as a partner. I need you to step up. You know, you're old enough as a child mm-hmm. to do this. Yeah, that's true. And I guess that's uh, that's the lesson of a giver there. And, and certainly you, you are that you've given WO um, a, a lot of uh, content ideas, introductions to really fabulous ODs. And I think that's a, a, a wonderful thing because you recognize that this, the, the strength and the value of their individual stories. Maybe it's one we haven't told before. Maybe it's somebody who comes to optometry in a different uh, via a different route. Um, you've, you've always been able to, to identify those. And, you know, maybe there's something in the back of your mind that says, Oh, this is a good story. I need to let somebody know. It's a good story. And then it's, it's those doctors that are behind the scenes that do things because they want to do things. It's not because they want that exposure and why not give them a platform, give them a highlight. You know, I think that's important. Um, There's a lot of doctors there that, um, that are amaze me that inspire me and, and, you know, want, want me to do better. Sometimes I go to some conferences and I see some speakers that are very well known and have really developed themselves over the years. And just, you know, that's a totally different realm and I'm learning. And, um, you know, I'm like, wow, look at that speaker. She did a great job speaking at that conference. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I go to them, I'm like, wow, I need to step up my game. I need to practice my, my speaking. I need to practice this. I need to do better at practice management. I need to do better at writing. So I think it's that it's a continuing to to get better and knowing that you know you others can inspire you. Um, and it's okay to take a break sometimes and then come back into it. <laughs> you know, because it's a marathon; it's not a sprint. And um, 
And it's not necessarily sequential, right? I mean, you don't have to do 18 months here and then you can do this and then you can do that. It's a, it's very much a carving, everyone's sort of carving their own path. That's correct. It just depends what you want. And there are some doctors out there that just want to do three days a week and, and, and they're happy. So it's whatever you, you want to do for me. um, I like to kind of mix it up. Um, I get bored. So doing the different stuff um, thing. And I like to challenge myself. Can, can I do this? You know, and sometimes getting some rejection has been very good for me over the years where they say, well, I, we don't know if you can handle multiple locations. Well, right now we have three locations. Uh-huh. So, and, 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 and done very well with that. And um, you know, just kind of being like, Hey, yeah, I can, I don't, you don't, your opinion doesn't, you know, dictate my future and what I want. I, I know what I want. And, and then even with corporate optometry to figure out a business strategy, um, to evolve it, to make it media per se, it's, um, it's been great, but there's been a lot of failure to do that. And there was a lot of work that has to go into it. Well, certainly I'm sure all those people whose careers you've influenced and whose, uh, decisions you've made a little bit easier by providing the information really Thank you for, for putting in that hard work. Oh, thank you. It's, it's, uh, it's an honor when people like, get uh, talk to me and want some advice from me. It's, uh, it's been a great journey. Talk to a lot of different doctors over the years and um, glad to see that they're doing well and, and their subleases and, and been able to kind of help, uh, help them. Um, that's been good because again, I was in that position and I wish I had someone there that I could kind of bounce off ideas or get some advice from. So I love, I love these steps. Identify what you want, create a plan and build a network to help you get there. That's uh, that those are uh, great ways to, to influence your own career and uh, others on, on the way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Building a network has been, has been important. Um, your network is your net worth is what people say, right? Um, be consistent, be consistent in, in building your influence, be dependable, uh, reliable, you know, develop your expertise and what you want um, there, you know, develop credibility and become that thought leader and what you want, whether it's dry eye, practice management, glaucoma, you know, ask for a mentor, ask for a sponsor. You know, there are a lot of people that want to help, you know, try to communicate uh, effectively, you know, try to develop those communication skills, evolve and just be your authentic self. You know, some people, try to be what they think this is supposed to be. Just be yourself. You know, I think that's important as you build your personal brand too, and and be, you know, try to be generous with, with your time and expertise. I think hardest path is, is, is sometimes the most rewarding, right? Cause you know that how hard it took to get there. And also by doing those building blocks, it's hard. Once you put that cement on those bricks, it's hard to tear down. You know, doctors that built practices over the years and they took time and they put the effort in, it's hard for a competitor to come across the street if you've done all that hard work um, right. to, to build it. So again, it's it's the work ethic, it's the determination, you know, being resilient and perseverance is, is what's been important. And, you know, if you just got to come back from your failures, just don't quit. And listeners who are not part of the Corporate Optometry Network can do so. Yeah, Hi. welcome. Any Anyone that wants to come in, we're um, welcome to have doctors from all different paths, careers. 
I'd like to try to reframe their mindset of what corporate optometry is positive, the negative, um, you know, if we get some allies from other things that it helps build us up, you know, work for different organizations over the years too, to kind of help change the perception and, um, change the image and give doctors a spotlight. It's called Corporate Optometry on Facebook. It's grown to about 31,000 members. 31,000 members is a lot of uh, voices though. So (laughs) that's fantastic. Dr. Sampalas, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. I hope you join us again on WO Voices. If you'd like to be a guest on the series, please send us an email at wovoicesonline at gmail.com, through our website at womeninoptometry.com, through Facebook at WO Magazine, or through Twitter or Instagram at WomenODs. See you next time.